Jazz. Uh-oh. Stopped him. Open three. The high schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome on into another edition of the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here on a Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Getting out and doing some stuff here in the, uh, well, it's, a, it's an off season for a lot of people, but there are others who are still pretty active in some things going on. And there's like uh, club baseball, some club soccer, things like that going on. And in fact, we'll talk about some soccer stuff with some exciting news from some uh, high school-aged teenagers Um and uh, some cool things they've been able to do with their soccer teams here recently, uh, working on getting their coaches on the show to join us to talk about their road to the, the national championships, which they get to do a, a, a boys' team and a girls' team from here, uh, participating in some national championships. So uh, well, that'll be exciting, working on lining up the coaches. Uh, but if we can't get them, we'll continue to give you the information uh, to highlight their success and what they're doing. Certainly, uh, there's a there was a national championship last night in the NHL, uh, the uh, the Avalanche winning the, the Stanley Cup, and uh, there was you know an exciting run for them. This is a team that just a few years ago was not good, and uh, just they they rebounded, they played well, and that team has continually gotten better, strengthened their core. And uh, now they're champions. And now we get into the, the, the fun part of the offseason for the NHL where images of uh, the, the trophy popping up in obscure and unique places. Like today it was in somebody's bed. Uh, last night it got, uh, it got dented in the celebrations. Uh, so kind of fun stuff there. Uh, but if you missed it, this was uh, the, the, uh, the final call of the game last night as the Avalanche wrapped it up to win uh, everything for the uh, – and and be crowned champions in the NHL. Ten seconds now. Four check here from Kale McCarr. It's all the way to the other end of the ice. Four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second. It's over. (laughs) They did it. They did it. The job is done. The Colorado Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions. And they will lift Lord Stanley a mile high. And Tampa Bay is still barking at their their referee. It's over, pal. They're pouring off the bench. Colorado has defeated Tampa in six games to claim their third cup. Ladies and gentlemen, the cup is coming back to Colorado. Unlike their namesake, they have ascended to the peak of professional hockey, and like their namesake, they have taken out every single thing in their path. Final score in Game 6 of this 2022 Stanley Cup Final, Colorado 2 and the Tampa Bay Lightning 1. 
What a finish. What a finish. It was fun. I mean, I got to admit, I didn't. I don't really follow a lot of hockey during the regular season. Uh, I try to, to check in on it during the postseason. Uh, I've, there's been some games that I've totally missed, uh, but uh, there have been some chances where I've been able to check in on it, and uh, it's always entertaining and fun. Uh, I, look, generally speaking, it's always entertaining to watch competition at its highest level, which you get in a championship. And look, Tampa – an inspiring story for them that their third straight time going to the Stanley Cup Finals uh, really hadn't been done before. A team not expected to be there. Uh, they played their way into it. Uh, Colorado with their you know, resurgence after being a doormat just a few years ago. So it, it turned out to be exciting and a lot of fun. Um, you know, certainly one of the, the, the cool side notes of this you know, this was uh, this was a Colorado team that just five years ago, as I mentioned, one of the worst in all of the NHL. And um, Joe Sakic was uh, is the general manager now. He he certainly was part of the, that team when they won uh, the the Stanley Cup back in 1996 for the first time, and when they won it again in 2001. And now he's doing it again as a general manager. So exciting to see what they were able to do. 119-point regular season, and uh, they had a pair of sweeps in the playoffs. Overall record of 16-4. and four. Just a really dominating performance uh, in the postseason. And then uh, having some fun with the, uh, with the trophy afterwards. And uh, the team's all gathering together for some photos on the ice. And <laughs> they slip, fall, trophy gets dented on the ice. But uh, it's not the first time that the, the trophy is probably going to be quote-unquote defiled in some way over the next couple of weeks as uh, players will take uh, different turns uh, with it. And uh, there's been some legendary stories of things that uh, get done with that trophy uh, in the hockey community. So congratulations to the Avalanche and those who follow hockey and, and uh, follow what's going on in the NHL. Um, I to, speaking of championships, and performing at a very high level, I got to give a shout out to a couple of soccer teams here uh, from our area. And first is the uh, the Tsunami NUU 2004 team. Uh, this is a, a girls squad, and they went down to uh, Phoenix and competed at uh, at a regional tournament there. And they finished, from what I understand, they finished second. But the team who finished first. Well, was not going to be able to, to travel to the national championship, and so they uh, uh, just the tsunami soccer. They get to represent the Western United States at the national tournament in Greensboro, North Carolina, which is coming up the tail end of next week, July seventh through the tenth. So that's really exciting that they do get to do that. And as you can imagine, I mean, going to these. Regional tournaments is tough enough, and that takes a lot of competition, a lot of sacrifice and dedication, but also takes a lot of money to do that. And now they have to turn around and try to do that again as they head to the national tournament in North Carolina, other side of the country. And so if uh, if you'd like to help them out, I know there are some ways to, to donate, and uh, if you feel it in your heart to help get them there, and help them cover some of their expenses, you can Venmo at Tsunami-Soccer. So remember, Tsunami is, is capital T, S-U-N, 
A-M-I-Soccer. And uh, it, it, it is tax deductible through a 501c3. Um, so there's a way to uh, help get these girls to their uh, national championship uh, coming up the tail end of next week. Uh, but they're not the only ones. As I mentioned, there's an NUU U17 uh, premier team. That's Northern Utah United. They participated in the uh, Southwest Regionals, which took place down in San Diego. And uh, they won their division. And so they get to go to compete in nationals, which will take place for their age group and for their classifications. That'll be in Denver later next month, July 17th through the 21st. So uh, there have been some some of these club soccer teams uh, be, compete for national titles before. Uh, there have been some girls' teams compete for national titles. But from what I understand, this boys' team that just won in San Diego would be one of the few, if not the first, to compete for a national title for uh, for boys. So wish them the best of luck. And those uh, competitions are are really tough. There's a lot of great soccer being played, as that's a growing sport in the United States. And excited to see what uh, what these teams can do. And I mean, got to be honest, uh, there was some fun down in Ogden this past weekend. I got to go down there, and I got a little guy who plays on an NUU team. At there was a, it was sponsored by the Ron McBride Foundation. There was a soccer tournament down in Ogden over the last uh, couple of days this past week, and uh, our team of uh, uh, U11 boys able to come away with the championship there. Got some medals. Got to meet Coach Ron McBride and. It was a dramatic championship game down to the wire, went to the penalty kicks. It was a ton of fun. But I know there were several other teams from this area that were down there competing at different age classifications. So uh, it was fun to be able to do that. And I know there's going to be more soccer in our neck of the woods here soon with the uh, Cash Cup with teams from all over coming to Cash Valley to play soccer at a lot of different venues. And um it's just great for the local economy to host all these people and all these teams. So hopefully people uh, are, are, are nice and make sure they, they accommodate the influx of, of people from all over our state and from other states as well. So anyway, quick little shout out there for, uh, for what's going on in soccer. And by the way, actually, I just heard uh, speaking while well, we're talking soccer that Real Salt Lake has had, what is it? Eight straight sellouts. So uh, they're, getting a lot of uh, momentum behind their program right now and their fan base very motivated. So kind of exciting to see what's going on with the sport of soccer um, in our area. But uh, the NHL championship last night, we had some fun soccer things that have happened here recently, and it's uh, always fun to see competition at its highest level and uh, the best of the best competing against each other. Uh, and there's – we're not done yet, actually. There's another championship coming up this next weekend, and I'll touch on that in a little bit. But um, it, it is, I, I'm, I will be curious to find out if you've been paying any attention uh, to this sport with its uh, championship coming up this weekend, and uh, if it really has legs. It's kind of a new, uh, new organization, I'll say that. It's not a new sport, but a new organization. So I'm curious to see if you've been paying attention to it. Uh, at all. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you look at some of the things that are happening this time of year, it, it gets kind of a, uh, this before the 4th of July, before 
uh, free agency in the NBA. It's kind of a quiet period, and we do have uh, all-star voting going on with Major League Baseball. Um, well, I got some numbers back on that. Phase one is coming to an end here soon. So what are the, the leading uh, players getting votes? Uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. But um, besides you know, maybe some golf, uh, certainly in, in baseball as it's going on right now, it's uh, kind of a quiet period for a day or two. And so it's a bit of a challenge to find some of the local uh, angles and local content. So bear with me as some of it may be more on a, a national scale, some of our topics that we cover on the show this week. And, of course, my co-host Jason Walker uh, out of town at a family reunion. So you got to bear with me for a little bit. But um, we'll get through the best that we can and try to have some fun with the uh, stories that we have found and, uh, and try to get your reactions to it. Uh, as well. 435-339-0321 if you want to chime in on our guild, or not a guild, can't do that, full court press text line. We'd love to have those guys back as sponsors, by the way. Uh, but full court press text line is open. 435-339-0321. Uh, if you saw anything in in, uh, in sports over the weekend, what stood out to you? Uh, any sporting events or things that are going on that uh, jumped out at you. Tomorrow we'll get into the stat that blew our minds and our player of the week, but Monday's usually our recap the weekend kind of a day, and there's been some excitement in baseball. We'll get to that. There was the NHL uh, Stanley Cup Finals, which just concluded last night, uh, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll kind of continue to get some reactions uh, to that as well. But love to hear from you on our text line about things that you saw this weekend, things that you're looking for. Uh, we'll also be looking at the next steps for the Utah Jazz. Didn't do anything in the draft. Didn't trade up or trade into the draft, I should say. Now they're into uh, just a few days before free agency begins on June 30th. So what do the Jazz do in free agency? They're already over the cap. Do they? But they've still got some positions to be filled or some, some money to offer. And so we'll look at some of the things that the Jazz need to do, courtesy of uh, the, the guys at Salt City Hoops. They've done an update on uh, some of the uh, projections that the Jazz have in mind and, and needs that they have, what they potentially could do with their roster. So um, if there's any uh, particular things that the Jazz, or players that the Jazz should be targeting, uh, that would certainly be uh, of interest and of note. But no real movement on the front of uh, who their head coach is going to be or zeroing in on uh, a couple of candidates. Uh, it's been three weeks, two and a half weeks, since the Quinn Snyder announcement and uh, trying to make sure that it's, um, you know, uh, that they're starting to, to narrow in on those potential candidates. But uh, doesn't seem to be any front runners really at this point. So we continue to hear about the other candidates that are there, though I will say this, it seems to be, then we heard that this could be a possibility and it seems to be becoming more and more of this case, but they, they don't seem to be focusing on uh, coaches who have head coaching experience. And the Utah Jazz as an organization seem to be focusing more on assistant coaches who are hungry for their first opportunity to be a head coach. So, uh, just reading between the lines and uh, seeing how uh, these you know, reactions seem to be, that seems to be the direction the Utah Jazz are heading and following their playbook from when they hired Quinn Snyder several years back. All right, going to take a time out here in the Full Court Press. Love to hear from you on our Full Court Press text line, 
888-900-0321. If you uh, want to chime in on some of the, the things that you saw over the weekend, Major League Baseball All-Star voting is, uh, is heating up. Uh, the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, a couple of the things that we'll be touching on as well in about uh, four and a half minutes uh, from now. The weather has certainly gotten hotter. It's warming up, and that can be tough on your vehicle. So make sure you have the right oil in your vehicle to make sure that it continues to operate at maximum efficiency. And with gas prices the way they are, you need your vehicle to run at maximum efficiency. So go take it to uh, Valvoline Instant Oil Change, where they've got Valvoline Synthetic and Valvoline Max Life Oil for your vehicle. Plus, they'll get you back out on the road fast. Go check them out, 695 North Main in Logan. Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your AC unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. comfortable until you are. Advanced Heating and Air. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. Independence Day sales starting now until July 5th. Double dip with up to 30% off select appliances plus save up to $800 on our exclusive mail-in rebate with GE, Whirlpool, Beko, and Maytag Kitchen and Laundry Appliances. We haven't seen rebates like this since before the pandemic. Take advantage today. See store for details. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open till 6 on weekdays, 5 p.m. on Saturday. This is Gene Needham of S.E. Needham Jewelers. If you are in the market for a diamond engaged ring, I would like to personally invite you to visit our store. With our beautiful selection of rings and broad diversity in style, you are sure to find a ring you'll love. You'll enjoy our quiet atmosphere as you view our beautiful selection of diamonds. We grade each diamond twice in order to assure exactness in the diamonds we present. Shop and compare, and then come to the Diamond Engage Ring Store, where Utah gets engaged. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center are now located in Providence and a beautiful new office complex at 2245 North, 400 East North Logan, just south of the Cash Valley Hospital. The entire staff and doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette look forward to helping you and your family at this state-of-the-art facility. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North, 400 East North Logan. Go to cashvalleyent.com for details. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Medicare has lots of rules and regulations. If you're returning 65, preparing to retire, or have delayed Medicare, we can help. We can help you understand all the fine print and give you peace of mind. Let us help each step of the way to ensure you have the coverage you need. For more information, call 752-9493 or go to lssins.com. We are here to help. We have decades of experience and there is no cost to work with us. Call 752-9493. Don't get caught without power to your home or business. This is Tyler with Golden Spike Electric. We offer Generac backup generators to keep your home or business warm, avoiding frozen pipes, loss of valuable food, or even a flooded basement. Golden Spike Electric is certified and factory trained, so you know it will be installed right and properly maintained. Contact Golden Spike Electric so you'll never be without power again. Online at gsegenerators.com. We also service other brands. Golden Spike Electric and Generac. Power you can count on. 
It's happened to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is how with Northern Utah Chem Dry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. 435-339-0321 if you want to chime in on our Full Court Press text line. Had a few texts coming through. We'll get to those in just one second. But uh, just want to remind you about the Best of Northern Utah contest. The results are in. The winners have been announced. Go check them out at bestofnorthernutah.com. You can go pick up your own copy of that beautiful magazine. It's a great resource guide, especially if you're new to the area. Uh, but it's a great way to celebrate the the winners and the, the best of what they do throughout northern Utah, like Scablin Roofing or Essie Needham Jewelers, some of our gold medal winners, Allen Hall Mortuary, Y-Fiber, the Logo Shop. Go check out uh, these hundreds of businesses that got recognized for doing what they do best. Uh, over 600,000 votes were cast, and a third-party provider helped ensure the validity and the uh, proper way of doing this contest, so there's no ballot stuffing. It wasn't us choosing our own favorites. There was no pay to play. None of that. It was a, a it was a legitimate contest with legitimate people in our community voting on what they legitimately thought were the best at uh, these various businesses. So go check it out. Best of Northern Utah presented by Campbell Snacks, home of Pepperidge Farm. Go check the the results online. Best of Northern uh, 9315, a couple of texts coming through here. I want to know if Eric has gone and seen the bear Gary Coleman in Bear Lake yet. Uh, no, uh, not yet. Uh, I haven't. Uh, continues, Eric should take him honey to the 100-acre woods with Tiger and Pooh to help him feel better about leaving the best radio show in Utah. Uh, yes, I should take him some honey. Uh, sweeten the deal a little bit. I don't know about bringing Tiger and Pooh. Uh, but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. Also, what are the football and basketball coaches allowed to have uh, their players do over the summer without breaking the rules at Utah State? Uh, well, that's a I don't know what rules you're thinking of, but there are certain periods where uh, there are like off-season conditioning. Uh, like when I spoke to Mason Foslev last week. Uh, he had certain times where he was working in in the in the gym uh, with, with weights, getting his body back to basketball shape after being away from basketball. He is doing some stuff in a basketball gym uh, with some of the coaches, and then he's able to scrimmage with the players. Now, uh, how much of that is actually operated or run by the coaches? I don't know. Uh, there could be more of the. The uh, the strength and conditioning 
crew that's helping them out at this point for for basketball. For football, it's very much a strength and conditioning period right now for them. Now there might be, uh, well, you'll often see players, uh, the like the the senior leaders or the captains, uh, but the the players themselves can get together to run through things, and you'll usually see stuff like that, just some positional type stuff, or they'll get together to help each other out, work on some things. But this is the time of year right now where they're uh, they're improving their strength, getting healthy, and uh, working on uh, you know film, watching film, learning more about what they can do to be better at their position. Then there is a bit of a dead period. You know, coaches can't be involved. Uh, the strength and conditioning coaches can, uh, but that picks up again. Uh, you know, once we get into late July, when those uh, coaches, the full coaching staff, can be back involved again. So, don't know if that fully answers your question, but um, there are certain things that can and can't be done this time of year. Uh, but I know for basketball and football, there are things that are happening at this uh, at this time of year right now. Uh, and speaking of football. When we were talking earlier about you know, championships and performing at a high level, competing at a high level, I want to know if you've been paying any attention to the USFL. They have been able to have a full season. They didn't collapse midway through like some of these other leagues have uh, have unfortunately suffered through. But uh, the USFL has completed its full season and they have had playoffs and uh, they had their semifinals on Saturday in Canton, Ohio. It was the Philadelphia Stars and the Birmingham Stallions and uh, they were the ones who won their games and and they're going to face off against each other coming up on Sunday, July 3rd in the USFL championship game. So they it's a rematch of a, of a matchup that took place uh, back in week five. The Birmingham Stallions won that game 30-17. to 17. But um, have you been paying any attention to the USFL? Um, this is, uh, they have had these, uh, these playoffs that have been going on. The Stallions beat the Breakers 31 to 17. Uh, the Stars beat the Generals 19 to 14 in uh, in these playoffs that have happened, and, and now we've got the championship between the Stars and the Stallions coming up this weekend. Uh, Birmingham they've won their tenth game uh, of the season, their third over the Breakers. So uh, the 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 Stars. They had a, you know, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not really paid that much attention to the USFL. I'll admit. Uh, I might casually tune in just as of a curiosity, kind of an oddity, that we've got playoff football in the first part of July. Um, it, but this is an opportunity for you know, guys who couldn't make an NFL roster to get a second chance to continue to compete. And I I'm all for that. That's fine. Uh, and I've got to admit, I'm kind of excited that USFL actually played out a full season and they've got a championship game coming up this weekend. I think they're going to compete for uh, with, with baseball. Baseball normally wins the 4th of July weekend 
with a, a lot of its games and its traditions. But um, best of luck to USFL and hope it plays out. Uh, but they've also committed that be, based on how things have gone this year, that they will be back for another season next year. So, okay, that's exciting. Uh, hopefully, you know, this gives an opportunity for players who don't end up on rosters this later this summer, early fall on NFL teams, that uh, they get a chance to do something with the USFL. Uh, and speaking of the NFL, we I, I talked about this last week when we did some updates on uh, Aggies trying to make NFL rosters and then updates to the Aggie roster itself. Uh, the Athletic had some interesting reports that both highlighted Derek Wright with the Panthers and Devin Tompkins with the Buccaneers. But uh, ESPN has put together a list of all NFL teams and some of the surprising uh, performers on uh, one from each team as uh, things have progressed in the offseason. And for the Buccaneers, it was Devin Tompkins who they highlighted for the same reasons that we talked about last week. And uh, Coach Todd Bowles has singled him out, says he's impressed with his uh, work ethic and his talent, and he's uh, interested to see how he performs with the rest of the team when the more veterans are involved uh, later on uh, this summer. Uh, he's got another smallish wide receiver that's trying to make the squad that he's competing against. Uh, Tampa Bay has a couple of wide receivers that are out or not on the roster or, ha- or won't be back for a while recovering from injury. So that's a position that needs some help. And uh, Devin Tompkins may be able to find a spot there. Um, but uh, Derek Wright also has received some praise and attention for his efforts with uh, with the Panthers. So continuing to keep an eye on that and, and how that progresses. And uh, fingers crossed that those guys are able to make those squads. Uh, 9315 adds, I did not watch USFL, but thought about watching. Take that how you want. <laughs> yeah, that's about how I am. I mean, I saw some games in the early going. And then I honestly just forgot. I I saw the story today, and I'm like, oh, this is still going? They actually have a championship game this weekend? I don't even know it was still going. But uh, congratulations. I, I think it's helped them that they've had a partner with Fox and Fox Sports, FS1. So I think they've had a little bit more legitimate uh, broadcast uh, connection there uh, than some of these other iterations like the uh, AAF and the XFL. So, yeah, congratulations to uh, USFL. Hope they continue, and we'll see how things turn out in their championship game coming up this weekend on July third. We, you know, when you've done your uh, festivities and you want to just watch some football, you've got some football to watch uh, on on Sat. Or no, excuse me, on Sunday. Maybe in between the baseball games, if the baseball is getting a little boring, then go check out the football. All right, uh, an update on what's going on with the Utah Jazz. Interesting piece on Salt City Hoops. Uh, we'll discuss some of that. Uh, 5242 uh, texted in, who do you think the Jazz should hire as a coach? What players should they pursue? And uh, asked me to wait until 4.30 to discuss, so we will discuss that coming up on the other side of this timeout when uh, we were back in about uh, four minutes from now. But just want to remind you about Grantham Mobile Automotive. They're fast and they're affordable. Plus, this is the best thing about these guys, they'll come to you, whether your vehicle's at your home, at your office, if it left you stranded out on the road, 
or uh, at uh, some other at the school, they'll come to you and help you get your your car back and uh, running again. Plus, this time of year, you want to make sure your AC is running so they know how to go out and recharge your air conditioner. Give them a call, 435-229-4345. That's 435-229-4345. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. The results are in for the 2022 Best of Northern Utah Contest. Presented by Campbell Snacks, home of Pepperidge Farm. Pick up your free copy of the Winner's Magazine. Pick up locations are listed at bestofnorthernutah.com. Over 600,000 votes were cast to determine gold and silver winners in 185 business categories. Help congratulate these businesses and let's support all of our local businesses. And thank you for participating in the 2022 Best of Northern Utah Contest. Best of Northern Utah. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750 Betty, why are you packing your house up? I'm ready to move. My home is so boring. There's no color on the walls, no pop. I have the answer. Go see Castalite and Logan. They have several products to make your walls stand out. I just finished a wall with their speedy mason system. It was so easy and looks amazing. Does this sound familiar to you? Refresh your home with affordable options at Castalite for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castalite. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Cash Valley Cruise In is coming up this weekend. I think, the, from what I understand, the vehicles start rolling in and registration Happens Thursday, and these 
awesome classic cars start filling up the Cache County Fairgrounds Thursday. You can go check it out. All the vehicles, they've got a lot of different things happening over the course of the uh, the, the weekend. From a poker run, they'd make a trip over to Bear Lake. Uh, they've got the big concert coming up with uh, uh, Granger Smith on Friday. Then they do the giveaway on Saturday and the parade down Logan's Main Street Saturday night. That's uh, so one of the great Cache Valley traditions. It's coming up this weekend. They're going to have food vendors, other vendors there on, on site at uh, the Cache County Fairgrounds coming up later this, uh, this weekend. So exciting, exciting week for uh, Northern Utah. Okay, getting to the Utah Jazz, uh, 4252, excuse me, 5242. Got to get that right, 5242. Uh, wondering about the, the uh, coaching pursuit for the Utah Jazz. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's clear that who we can start scratching off the list like when Jason Walker and I went through the 15 candidates and their qualifications and who we'd, we'd like to see, uh, already some of those guys are off the list. I, I think we can pretty clearly identify Terry Stotts is not available or at least they're not interested in him. Uh, Frank Vogel, who I was, interestingly enough, advocating for, and I didn't think I would earlier. So the, the coaches with... Uh, or the candidates with head coaching experience seem to be off the table for the Jazz, and they seem to be focusing in on young assistants up and coming and uh, to be their next head coach. And this may be for a few reasons. One, modeling the uh, uh, the uh, process that they went through to find and hire Quinn Snyder. And two... Um, this is a team that's it's expensive. They've got a fat payroll. They're over the luxury tax, and uh, certainly, you know, the way COVID hit a lot of NBA teams and limited their availability to sell tickets and have fans in the stands, they're they're strapped financially. Certainly, this last year was a lot better for the Jazz, but um, it may be you know, more financially motivated. But that being said. You know, they were they were willing to give Quinn Snyder an extension and a pay raise, which would have made him one of the most highest paid coaches in the NBA. So who they're looking at for a, a head coach, I, I don't think that we can say that finances is a premier reason why they're not going to hire an existing or previous head coach to get somebody on the cheap because – why would they offer Quinn Snyder the extension and the pay increase that they were doing? So I look at who the candidates seem to be uh, narrowing in, um, and there's still a list of like six guys, seven guys out of the 15 that continue to be uh, talked about. Alex Jensen, Johnny Bryant, Will Hardy, A.J. Griffin, uh, seem to be the the most common names that that are brought up and, and looked at. Um, so, who do I think the Jazz will hire as coach? I still don't know. I think it's too early to tell. They're being pretty quiet. Um, I, I I think that Johnny Bryant and Will Hardy probably could be your your leading candidates. 
Uh, for those unfamiliar, Will Hardy is an assistant in Boston right now. Um, he came up through uh, the San Antonio system as a as, kind of like the Eric Spolstra story. Started in the video room, in the film room. Uh, eventually worked his way onto the bench and worked his way up and eventually became the head coach. And uh, Will Hardy seems to be very much in a very similar mode. Uh, Johnny Bryant, great, uh, known for his uh, his development of players, got elevated to the assistant head coach in New York. Alex Jensen is the assistant head coach in Utah. So uh, there's some great young talent there. And A.J. Griffin, that's a guy who almost became the head coach at Utah eight years ago and is perennially on the uh, on the target for the next head coach in different places, which, one, speaks to his resume and his ability, but, two, makes me concerned that if he's been a candidate that many times, why hasn't he become a head coach yet? So there may be something that we just aren't seeing that uh, may be a bit of a flag there on A.J. Griffin, but who knows? Sometimes you know, these guys mature and learn things and, and uh, overcome some of those obstacles before. Uh, 5242, anyone but Jason Terry. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know how I felt about Jason Terry as a player, but um, he had high praise for Utah after his interview and, and the process that he went through to be vetted and to, to speak with. He's having some success in the G League right now, but it, uh, I don't know. Jason Terry is intriguing. He does have. NBA championship experience, which this franchise currently lacks, outside of Danny Ainge, of course. Uh, 9315, will more money help you win a championship, or at some point is too much money not helpful? Well, uh, we've seen uh, more money help certain uh, franchises and organizations. Take the New York Yankees, for example. Uh, There have been some NBA franchises who have spent a lot of money to put rosters together to create super teams, but that that is no guarantee that you actually win the championship. Uh, in fact, um, it's about a 50-50 chance. When I went through this over the last uh, a few weeks ago, last 10 years or so, teams in the NBA Finals, uh, it was about half and half teams who were, you might consider, super teams, uh, a big star who was imported to pair with the other stars of that team versus teams that were really homegrown. So it, uh, and even then, just because you got to the finals didn't mean that you necessarily won the finals. So, yeah. I mean, money does help. But look, the Utah Jazz, have they've had one of the highest payrolls in the NBA. Not a lot to show for it. Uh, certainly, I like to see what our friends at Salt City Hoops do to cover the Jazz. Interesting uh, piece today by Zarin Ficklin. And it's titled, Calm Before the Storm. Jazz still have options after a quiet draft night. Addressing some of the reasons why perhaps the Jazz didn't make a move in the NBA draft and where do they go from here. But really, it kind of lays the foundation that this is a team that is one year removed from having the best uh, best record in the NBA and uh, had a solid core, very good team, but had some... You know, it has some flaws, certainly. Uh, had some uh, issues unrelated to the talent on the floor. There were some roster and some leadership issues with this team this year with uh, multiple double-digit games that uh, they couldn't hang on to those leads and let them evaporate. 
Um, and uh, had they been able to close out the majority of those, which statistically most teams would be able to do, the Jazz would have been a number three overall team in the West. A very different story. So I think it illustrates that the Jazz, and this piece illustrates that the Jazz organization isn't just going to make a trade to make a trade. They highly value Rudy Gobert and their core six players. It's not to say that they're not entertaining offers or looking at ways to try to get better, but they're not just going to make a deal just to make a deal. And so uh, the fact they didn't do anything around the draft kind of illustrates that the right offer wasn't really there. And with free agency, interesting note for them is, you know, the Jazz, they do have some things they can do in free agency. They do have a lot of guys under contract, and they've got an expensive payroll, but they do have two trade exceptions, uh, $9.7 million and $1.6 million. They have the mid-level exception. They do have some money they can play with in free agency. And so um, you know, that maybe the Jazz as an organization, before making a trade, trying to see what they can do in free agency to help the team on the fringes and also to look at what other teams are doing or, or positioning to, to move different players. And um, you know, I, I will point this out from uh, Zach uh, uh, Zarin Ficklin near the end of his piece. says, the Jazz could be holding back on a move until they know what their $6.2 million taxpayer mid-level exception and $9.7 million trade exception might get them. Uh, but also pointing out that the, the Jazz want wing players and they want length, but every team in the NBA wants length and wing players. So it's going to be tough, fierce competition to get the right type of players that they want. Um, but I also think it might hurt them in free agency not knowing who their head coach is. Uh, is a free agent want to sign with Utah if he's not exactly sure the direction the team is, is going to be heading? What, how he plays or how his position is perceived on the team? So that may make it a little bit tough for the Jazz in free agency. But um, based on some things that were done in the, in, with the draft, moves that were made, players that were selected, could give Utah some glimpse as to what other teams might be doing with their rosters and give them some openings to pursue certain players that they think could help their team. Maybe just a new voice is all that's needed with that roster and with that uh, locker room to get them back on track to be one of the best teams in the uh, in the West and in the NBA. Uh, so I don't know what they're going to do. But free agency begins in the afternoon of June 30th, and uh, we'll see what the type of players they do pursue. They do have – these are the following players that they have under contract right now. Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Connolly, Boyan Bogdanovich, uh, Royce O'Neal, Jordan Clarkson. So their core five starters and first guy off the bench. Uh, Rudy Gay, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Wancho Hernan Gomez, Udoka Azubuki, and Jared Butler are the others. So Daniel House, Trent Forrest, Eric Paschal, uh, Hassan Whiteside, you know, those are the players that the Jazz may have to try to replace and, and they may not re-sign. Trent Forrest could be interesting. Daniel House, I think they'd like to probably sign him, but he may be more valuable 
to teams. Um, they, he may be able to get more on the open market than what Utah could offer him. So uh, it's these next couple of days could also be very interesting in the NBA. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press, all-star voting in Major League Baseball. We've got the first results in in Phase 1. Do you like the way that baseball handles their all-star voting with two phases and, um, and how this is kind of playing out? And there was a really emotional return. And, well, a couple of emotions in baseball. <laughs> One was an emotional return, and there was another uh, different kind of emotions on display uh, as uh, with the, a bench-clearing brawl. We'll update you on those two fun events <laughs> that happened over the weekend. Coming up in about four minutes here on the Full Court Press. Uh, Mountain West Motor invites you in helping them drive change in our community. Each month, Mountain West Motor selects a local nonprofit or a cause to donate funds to. Uh, so they accumulate that through the month, and then uh, each month they select somewhere new to help them out. So we can all drive change by helping those in need. Visit Mountain West Motor and explore your next adventure today with a newly customized truck or SUV. Visit them online at mwmotor.com or stop by their new location at 615 North Main in Logan. How many years has it been since you were married? One year? Ten years? Longer? This is Jarrett from Jarrett's Fine Jewelry. No matter how many years it's been, you always remember just how you felt. Show her you love her all over again with something special from Jarrett's. We can help you surprise her or bring her in and you can pick it out together. Maybe it's restyling the old ring or upgrading to a larger diamond that she just may have hinted about. No matter how many years it's been, let us help make it special on your anniversary. Jarrett's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posturepedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifire pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. 
calling all golfers. Summer is here. Come experience Birch Creek and our summer golf leagues. Every Monday night is Couples League. Men's League is Monday after 1 and any time of the day, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Ladies League is Wednesday or Thursday. And Junior Golf Camps run Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Call Birch Creek today for information regarding our Summer Couples League, Men's and Ladies League, and Junior Golf Camps. That's Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, when you buy Napa Auto Parts, you know you're getting the best. So whether it's a new battery or new wiper blades, when you pull into one of the five Preston and Providence Napa Auto stores, they not only make sure that you get the right battery or wiper blades, if it were, if you need it, they'll even help you install it. But if you need work done on your car, they can even recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care centers with ASE certified technicians. Get that Napa know-how in those five different locations from Preston to Providence. So the first returns are in in the Phase 1 of Major League Baseball All-Star voting, and it was updated today. Uh, Phase 1 ends in just a few days here. The first part sees fans vote on the, the players in a kind of a traditional way. Uh, but on Thursday afternoon, that Phase 1 will end and Phase 2 will begin, which means fans choose between the top two vote-getters at each position from that point forward, or the top six in the outfield, as it were. So the winners then will start the All-Star Game, which is going to take place on July 19th in Los Angeles in Dodger Stadium. So the starters will be revealed on July 8th, and then the rest of the uh, roster will be announced on July 10th. Um, so the uh, overall leading vote-getters in each league, they, they skip Phase 2 entirely. So right now, this moment, the leading vote-getter in the American League is New York Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge. And in the National League, it's Mookie Betts for the Dodgers. But here's the thing. He's on the injured list with a rib issue and uh, really – I mean, he's not targeted to play until after the All-Star break, which kind of stinks because it's in his home stadium uh, this year. But um, uh, we'll see uh, what happens there. Um, the Interesting movement there a little bit. Cleveland Guardians third baseman Jose Ramirez has overtaken uh, Boston Red Sox third baseman Rafael Davers. So uh, there's been some competition back there and some movement in some of these. Most of them were... Pretty stagnant as they are, but there's been a few movements uh, around here and there. A pretty emotional weekend in Atlanta. Freddie Freeman, his first game back since uh, going to uh, be with the, the Dodgers. And uh, emotional scene for him. The crowd gave him a standing ovation, which was awesome. Afterwards, he went to meet with the media. He had to turn around and leave and try to collect his, himself and come back. And even during the press availability afterwards, he was still very emotional. So that's that's cool to see that after being in one place for 15 years. And emotions of a different kind over the weekend. The Mariners and Angels got into a, a brawl in the second inning. Both benches cleared. It took 18 minutes to get things back to, to business. Uh, six players were ejected. Two managers ejected. Uh, there was sunflower seeds and gum thrown onto the field. It got pretty exciting. And uh, maybe baseball needs a little bit more of that when we get into these summer doldrums.
Uh, until then, we'll uh, check in tomorrow with the stats that blow our minds, our player of the week. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. On Tuesday, the NFL will hold Deshaun Watson's disciplinary hearing, and the hearing will be more difficult than many people expect. The NFL is reportedly eyeing a lengthy suspension for the Cleveland quarterback, but the NFL Players Association is rumored to be armed with evidence that may suggest a reduced suspension. The NFLPA examples could be regarding Robert Kraft, Daniel Snyder, and Ben Roethlisberger. We don't know how the hearing will go or how both sides will deliver their evidence, but we do know the NFL is supposed to hold its owners to a higher standard. And when you look at the punishments of Snyder and Kraft, they're nowhere close to what's been rumored for Watson, which is probably going to start at one year, maybe an indefinite suspension. So while the case may look very cut and dry, there's still a lot of hurdles the NFL needs to get by until the league is able to dish out a lengthy suspension for the Cleveland quarterback. All of it starts Tuesday. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Thank you.